Hello and welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed. I'm Dave and I'm glad you're here. Supersize Phys Ed podcast. I don't know if I said that right, but that is what it is, the Supersize Phys Ed podcast. I appreciate all of you being here, all of you tuning in. So today I want to talk about playing fair and how we can instill that in our students. Playing fair, showing good sportsmanship, and just giving some real life examples as to how it, it affects others. So get ready. Here we go. All right, so we need to talk about my love for baseball to start. So I grew up playing a lot of baseball. I wasn't like phenomenal. I was a good player. And I played throughout high school, and then I coached, and I played some softball when I was an adult, or as an adult. And I even coached my son's, or I did coach my son's baseball team for a few years when he's in t-ball and machine pitch, things like that. I just love baseball. And I read a book. When I said read, of course, I mean I listened to an audible about the Houston Astros and how they won the World Series in 2017. And the book was great. It was all about how they put this phenomenal team together, how they uh, used their draft picks wisely, how their coach and their general manager just signed these free agents and just put all the pieces of the puzzle together to make a championship team out of uh, really a team that wasn't doing much for about at least 10 years or more. And so it was really inspiring. I was like, man, this is awesome. And I play fantasy baseball, which is like a part-time job, but I love it. Fantasy football is a lot easier because it's, it's not as long and only once a week. But I love, love, love fantasy baseball. And I love following baseball. And then it came out, oh boy, a couple months ago, that they actually cheated. And my heart just sank. So I want to talk about kind of how that happened or what happened in that kind of scandal and how I talk about it in PE class with my students, because I just started this, you know, going through real-life examples to show them fair play. So I guess to start, um, let me go over quickly what, what I told them. So stealing signs is, uh, it goes back, you know, the, the whole pretty much 100 years of baseball or more. So it's not like a new thing, um, stealing signs, but it's the way they did it was just flat-out cheating. I started by telling the students how... Um, when I first started teaching, oh, so long ago, I was a JV baseball coach, and I could see the catcher's signals in some of the games. Like, I could just see them, and just flat out, had their fingers. If you don't know, the, the catcher crouches down and puts, like, one finger out, usually for fastball, two for, like, a curveball, uh, and then anything else they have, either, like, a changeup, which is a slower pitch, a little bit slower kind of fastball, um, sliders, anything they got. Usually in high school, there's not, like, a ton of pitchers, but... Let's just say one's a fastball, two is a curveball or something not a fastball. So we're going to call that an off-speed pitch because that's what they, they are. They're off-speed pitches. And what I would notice but when I was coaching first base is that a lot of the catchers were kind of uh, showing me the signs from there. They would just blatantly show me the signs. And so one thing I would do was I would tell the, the players in the dugout, I'd be like, okay, do you guys want to know? I, I asked who wanted to know. And some of them didn't and because it kind of messed with their heads or whatever. They just didn't want to know. But a lot of them that did, they're like, okay. Um, so I gave, came up with like a little signal. Instead of me saying, hey, a fastball's coming, because then they would know that I knew and they'd change it, I would um, call out their number. So let's say um, his name's Garrett, but he's number eight. I wouldn't say, hey, you know, normally I'd be like, hey, come on, Garrett, let's go, let's get a hit. 
But if I knew, let's say, a curveball was coming, I would say, hey, let's go number eight. Come on, you got it. And he'd know it was an off-speed pitch or not a fastball. So, And that's legal. Now, you can frown upon that or whatever, but that is legal. People are allowed to do that. Teams are allowed to do that, especially I mean, just high school. In the major leagues, well, that's obviously, that is allowed. And um, players on the bases sometimes do that too. From like second base, they might signal by putting their hand on their, their head or something like that or on their belt or something where they know that a certain pitch is coming if they can decode what's coming. So what the Astros did, though, was not allowed. They used technology in real time to basically watch um, a video camera feed from center field that could see what the catcher is showing and the the uh the manager in the first base or in their dugout um the kind of like where nobody could see him was watching the the video of it live um now they're supposed to use it for instant replay in case there's a controversial call they can uh, dispute the call basically and um you know get them to do the instant replay and, and hopefully overturn it but what they were using it for was just <laughs> decoding signals right away like in real time and they actually um, a guy on twitter actually showed it um, a bunch of times when let's say again if there was a fastball they, they showed a one nothing would happen but when it was an, an off-speed pitch something other than a one they would bang on the garbage can a garbage can inside the dugout like where people couldn't see it but it was just down the stairs inside the dugout in the in kind of the back there and you could hear it um, if you go on Twitter and kind of Google this, it's just Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal or something like that. Um, look on Twitter. You can see, and, and this has to happen really fast because what they do is, again, you see, they show a two and you hear like a bang or two bangs on the garbage can. And I mean, that gave the hitters so much of an advantage. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I try to, sh I try to tell the students that, you know, that it wasn't allowed by Major League Baseball standards. It's that, that's cheating. You know, they're not allowed to use technology to steal signs in real time. And, but, you know, what I want them to understand is when you cheat, you don't just, it doesn't just affect you. It's not just like, oh, you know, somebody tagged me, but I kept going. And it's not a big deal because nobody knows and nobody cares and, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, that's not true. And as a matter of fact, what I did was I went through with them all the people that were, and, and teams that were impacted by, the Astros cheating. So let's go over them real quick. I'm going to get a boomer transition because I've been talking for a while. Here's a boomer and then we'll talk about it. All right. I just needed a little beat there or a little something. So here's all the people and things and teams and whatnot that were impacted by um, the Astros cheating. So first of all, they obviously they won the World Series. Now, they knocked a couple teams out by getting there and then they they beat the the uh, los angeles dodgers in the world series using that sign stealing technology so first team is the dodgers secondly the astros um well first of all i mean their, their their manager got fired and suspended for a year their general manager got fired and suspended for a year for major league baseball they got fined five million dollars which i mean it is a lot of money to you and me but it's not a lot of money. That's, a, that's the biggest penalty that Major League Baseball was allowed to hand them or to give them. $5 million penalty or fine. Yeah, it really should have been more. Um, they were penalized their first and second round picks in the next two 
drafts, 2020, 2021, which that's huge. Now, other than that, though, there's more impact. And this is what I want the students to understand. Again, when you cheat, you it affects so many people and just not just you. So the first is the other, well, the other teams they played during the year. I mean, they they might have not won those games if it wasn't for that cheating. And actually, one of the pitchers kind of figured out what they, he was doing or they were doing because he um, called his catcher to the mound and they changed their signs in the middle of the game because they could he could tell something was going on. And other pitchers lost because of it. So think of it this way. If you went into Houston and you're the pitcher and you got just totally lit up, you just let up a you know a few home runs, you got rocked, as they say, you got lit up, like I said, you know, any of those <laughs> verbs or words, phrases that are not good, you know, some of these pitchers got sent down to the minor leagues because of this. Now, I, mean, I don't I don't know if that was proven, but it's possible. And and it's it's true that some got affected by that. They could have got cut, could have got sent down to the minors. And, you know, the other players around the league are now, are now pretty mad at them at, at how they cheated and they made everybody else look bad, made baseball look bad. You know, we also have other pitchers and other just players from that are retired making comments now about how horrible it was. And the guy that really broke the whole thing, which I should have backed up and said, was Mike Fire Fires. He used to pitch for the, the Astros. And then he went to another team and kind of broke the story, saying, hey, watch out, this is what they're doing. So then we have other pitchers. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it was uh, Pedro Martinez, which is a Hall of Famer. He's mad at Mike Fires for saying it because he's saying, well, whatever happens in the locker room stays in the locker room, so he shouldn't have said anything. So there's all this back and forth. Oh, and one more person, Carlos Beltran, he was um, a veteran uh, player, really good player, longtime player, and he was part of the 2017 winning season. Then he retired, and and then he was scheduled. He actually had hired by the New York Mets to to uh, be the, the the head coach, and they fired him after this came out. And Alex Cora, who was the bench coach at the time, who was one of the, involved in the scandal for Houston, he was the manager for the past couple of years of the Red Sox, and he did a really good job. But he got fired because um, the Red Sox, um, something there were some things going on with the Red Sox too now with this, with cheating. So he was involved in both teams. So they fired him too. So you know the, the Red Sox train right down the street from me. They don't even have a coach right now. Um, so all these people, all these teams got affected by cheating, and that's what I want to get through to my students. And just I want you to think about that. I actually make a thinking map on the board, and I want them to kind of see all the connections made. When you cheat, here's what happens. You know, it's not just you. It affects the other, your, your teammates, because maybe you guys shouldn't have won, and you did. It affects the other team. It affects maybe, you know, your friends. It affects people that might not even know you and think you're a big cheater. So it affects more than just you. It affects your integrity. And it's just, it's not good for Major League Baseball, and it's not good for your phys ed class. So now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everybody. So your tip of the day is to think of other things that you can um, show, demonstrate to your students that really maybe you, you can use this story as well, of course, but that affected you in real life and then show them how it relates to PE and their lives. You know, the next one I'm going to talk about is um, Lance Armstrong. 
Like I was a huge Lance Armstrong fan. I mean, ridiculous. Read his books, you know, bought the yellow bands, contributed money and bought clothes um, to the Livestrong Foundation, and then found out it was a big scam. And I was very, very upset by that. So, I mean, there's, there's other, and there's positive ones too. There's one I'm going to talk about where um, I was playing softball. It was actually a church league, but it wasn't all uh, people that went to church. It was it was a church-based league. And I was playing second base, which was my normal position. And there's only one um, umpire. And I went to make a tag, and I missed the guy. And he was safe. And the umpire called him out. And when that happens, usually in baseball, you just kind of walk the other way, and you're like, okay, I got it. I, I'm just taking my out. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, he called him out. But I did miss the tag. And um, the guy the guy got all mad. The other team's like, what? Like, he's like, ask him, ask him, pointing at me. You know, he missed the tag, ask him. And I, surprisingly, the, the umpire actually asked me, he's like, did you make the tag? I'm like, I can see everybody looking at me. And I'm like, no. And you know what? It's not worth my integrity. One, you know, safe or out. Like, if I relied there, I wouldn't be able to face him and I didn't know him, but just the other team, I just, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I lied about something so insignificant. And, and, and um, it's funny because at the, uh, in the end of the game, I hit one to him at third base and he kind of bobbled it and I was safe at first and a run came in and we won because of that. And I'm not saying it was karma, but kind of, and we even talked about that at the end of the game. He's like, you know, he thanked me. He's like, hey, see what happens? You know, he then... You know, yeah, I think he even mentioned karma. <laughs> but, you know, it's to me, it's not a big deal. You know, but I want to tell my students about these. Not that I'm some superhero, awesome, integrity-ridden guy, but, you know, it's just not worth it. Don't cheat. And and try to get that. That's a long cop of the day, right? So instill these in your students. Instill these stories. Think of your own. And, uh, yeah, that's your cowboy tip of the day. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in today to our Supersize Phys Ed podcast. You can always go to supersizephysed.com for more information. I appreciate all of you tuning in. I do. And I love talking baseball and sports and stuff. So we're going to have to do this again. So take care. Have a great week or weekend whenever you're listening to this. And here is a new beat for you.